Wouldn't you love to build a business you can run from anywhere in the world, whether that be your kitchen table or a beach in Fiji? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Your Lifestyle Business, the show where I bring you into my life as a traveling entrepreneur and along with some of my awesome guests, give you tips and strategies for building your own freedom business. Welcome to the show. Let's make it happen. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing? Joe here, and welcome to another episode of the Your Lifestyle Business Podcast. Now, we are actually on part three of a series uh, all about email marketing, and I started a couple of weeks ago with episode 72, where I went through the six steps to building a high converting email funnel. And then last week, episode 73, we went through how to build your lead magnet, and I talked you through six different types of lead generating offer you can create and how to create them. And then in today's podcast, we are talking about how to nurture your email list, how to nurture your audience. So how do we keep them opening your emails and consuming your content? And that is what we are talking about today. All righty. And I'm going to, we've got the rule of six here, six ways to, to build an email list, six types of lead magnet, and today, six ways to nurture your email list. I, I actually didn't plan it like that, but that's how it's ended up. So look, this is where it gets tough, right? We've built a great lead generating offer. We've got a lovely funnel going there. We're starting to get signups, but now how do we actually get our audience to continuously open our emails and consume our content, particularly in the distracted world that we live in? There is so much going on and people have got so much happening in their lives that the last thing they really need is another kind of marketing email, I guess, is how they're going to see it. Um, So I think firstly, you need to realize that you're not going to get 100% success rate far, far from it. Some you're going to win, some you're going to lose. In other words, you know, you'll send out an email and you'll get 20% or 30% open rate and you'll get a 5 or 6% click through rate and you'll think, wow, this is awesome. What a great email. And then you'll send another one out and you might get a 12% open rate and you might get a 1% click through rate. And you've just got to get in your head that you're not going to win them all. Some people will love and they'll really resonate and others just won't work. And that's fine because that's what this business is all about. It's all about testing and measuring. It's all about getting out there and seeing what works and what resonates with your audience. But as I've said in the last two episodes, you must be asking yourself all of the time, how can I be insanely useful? So every time you send out an email, ask yourself that question. How can I make sure that this content is insanely useful? How does this solve a problem or meet the need or entertain them or educate them or inform them or whatever it is that you want to do with your audience? You must constantly be asking that question. Why are they going to open this? How is this useful to my audience okay and then if you do that constantly then you should become the kind of email that people love to pop up in their inbox and once again not everybody will love it and as you go along people will fall off the wagon so I've got people on my list who you know they've come on they wanted to build an online business and then after a certain amount of time they maybe decided it wasn't for them or they moved on to a different mentor or they went a different route and now my emails are just not relevant to them and they may not even unsubscribe they may just sit there and pop into their inbox and they don't really read them but in the back of the mind they think yeah I'll just let Joe's emails go maybe one day they'll be useful um 
all those people that say, you know what, I'm not, I don't want this anymore. And then they unsubscribe. And then there's people who are like, yes, I can't wait to get Joe's email. You know, she motivates me every Monday and I really enjoy her podcast and I love her blog posts and I can't wait to hear from her. And that's exactly, that's going to be exactly the same for your business. You're going to get your element of customers who cannot wait to get your email. And when I say that, I don't mean they're sitting there waiting for the email to come into your city. Wouldn't that be great if they were? Where's the email? Send where where is her email? Um, but people that, that's just not the way life works, okay? People are busy. They got a lot to do. But when they do see your email, they go, oh yeah, I'm gonna read that because I always really get a lot out of those emails. And I have very specific people who I really, as soon as their email pops into my inbox, I actually take the time to sit and read it because I get so much value and that is what we're striving for all right so what how do you do this what kind of content should you be sending out on a regular basis well number one you need to ask yourself what's your objective with each of your emails are you trying to generate traffic to somewhere like a blog or social media? Are you trying to make sales? Are you trying to increase downloads to your podcast? Uh, do you want people to connect with you on social media? Um, do you want people to watch your videos? What is your objective with your emails? Because knowing that means that you know what your outcome is for sending each email. So my objective at the moment really is twofold. I want my audience to consume my podcast and I want them to read my blog post. They're, my blog is what I'm really focusing on at the moment. That's kind of what I'm really growing. And so my ideal goal is actually to get people to come and read my blog post. So I am accompanying my podcasts with blog posts. So you'll notice if you've been opening my emails recently that in almost every email, it's here's the, to this week's podcast episode. Oh, and by the way, here is a blog post. I published this week. So I'm kind of doing a double whammy. Now that doesn't necessarily follow the rules of email marketing because a lot of the rules of email marketing are only ever send one link. To get the maximum amount of clicks and conversions, only ever send one link. But I'm not looking to get the absolute maximum amount of clicks and conversions. I'm looking to build a relationship and to try and offer an immense amount of value. And I do that via my podcast and my blog posts. So they are my objectives. So you need to ask yourself, what is your objective? And know what the outcome is for sending each email. Whatever you do, never just send an email for the sake of sending an email. You'll hear a lot of people that say, in order to nurture your audience, you need to be consistent. And you do. I mean, I send out my email every single Monday and have done for years. But whatever you do, don't just send it. Make sure that in your head you're asking yourself, how can I make sure this email is insanely useful or insanely valuable for my audience? All right. So that's step number one. What's your objective? Step number two, be human. There is nothing worse than impersonal product style emails. They're horrible and you just skip over them. People put them, these are the ones that go into the promo Gmail tab. These are the ones that go into the spam folders. These are the ones that people completely ignore. And they're normally the really well-designed ones as well, by the way. They're all fancy designs and, you know, blah, 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 but they're so corporate. And that's really not going to get you anywhere. Even big corporate companies being corporate, it's just it's just terrible. Um, and I actually give an example on my email, how to build an email list blog post, which I'll link to in the show notes, 
of one that I recently got from a hotel that we stayed in. It's one of the nicest hotels I've ever stayed in. I absolutely loved it and I would bend over backwards to review or do anything for this hotel because it's so beautiful. But they sent me such an impersonal email all about voting, um, you know, best awards or whatever for travel experiences. But they didn't I mean, there was no reason for me to vote, really. There was nothing on there that recognised that I've stayed with them, that said, hey, you're a, you know, you've been a past customer. We loved having you. There's no name on there, who it's from, nothing. And even though I've got a relationship with this hotel because I've stayed there, I did nothing. There was no incentive whatsoever for me to, to vote. And what they could have done is they could have sent me an email saying, hey, Joe, because I'm in their database, that's always a good start. And then they could have said, look, we're doing this thing. We know you're a past customer. We hope you've enjoyed your stay here. And if you're willing to vote for us, then next time you come and stay with us, you're going to get a free voucher for a drink at the bar or a, or a starter, an appetizer at the restaurant or whatever. You know, there are so many ways they could have given me more of an incentive to click and vote and also personalize it and made it feel like they were writing to me directly and the shame in all of this is that smaller businesses do this okay I'm not going to name any names because um, I don't like to do that but there's actually a really successful brand online that I have a lot of respect for um, and they started as a digital magazine um, and it was all very personalized and lovely they now sell courses but I get bombarded with impersonal sales messages um, and they have these big impressive numbers of what they've achieved and big colourful headlines and all this kind of stuff. But I never ever get the feeling that they have spent any time to consider who I am or what I need. And I just find it's so easy to do that in an email. It's so easy to start an email with, hey, how are you? How's your week been? What are you up to? Even though you're automating that, just that whole process of going through that makes the person on the other end feel, wow, okay, this is directed directly at me. Take the time. Be human. There's a book I haven't read yet. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm kind of recommending it on the basis of a third party recommending it to me. So I don't guarantee this because I haven't read it, but I know the person that wrote it is absolutely excellent marketer and writer. And it's called Marketing Rebellion, The Most Human Company Wins by Mark Schaefer. So go and have a look at that. I am going to be reading it. I'll let you know when I have. Um, but I can certainly recommend Mark Schaefer. So I'm sure the book will be uh, brilliant. But the most human company wins. The world is changing. And the more you treat every single email subscriber as like a friend or a member of your community or somebody that you're sitting having a chat with over coffee, then the more chances they're going to open your emails and consume your content. All right. So constantly be asking yourself those questions. Am I being insanely useful? Am I meeting a need? Am I informing or educating or entertaining? And how can I make my content even more valuable to my email subscribers? OK. And in fact, before I come off this, I will just say this whole email marketing series comes from a survey that I sent out to my community. You may have taken it where I said, what's the most important thing to you right now? And at the top came out email marketing, content marketing, affiliate marketing. And I can't remember the fourth one. And they're the ones that are coming up. 
So I'm doing email marketing right now. I've got some affiliate marketing stuff coming up, content marketing stuff coming up. Um, and, you know, basically in the order of priority of how you guys, my community voted, I'm now creating the content that you asked for. So that is how you try to be useful and valuable all of the time. All right. So talking about valuable, step number three is add value. Is anybody going to open and read your emails if they're not getting anything from them? People are busy, busy, busy these days. They're being bombarded with content. As I sit here recording this, I'm in Bangkok, I'm in a hotel, I'm looking out the window and I've got five billboards <laughs> all bombarding me with marketing messages. So they need a reason to open your emails and they need a really good one. So let's look at some examples of, of what I consider to be good emails. But you need to go through and look at the emails you read and ask yourself why. Why do you open those emails? What value are you getting from them? So Tim Ferriss, I love Tim Ferriss's five bullet Friday emails. And the reason I like them is because he always kind of takes you off down a little rabbit hole of really cool information. I mean, he is all about kind of life hacking um, and kind of improving your life by looking at people who are high performance people. And he just always seems to find these things that you link through and are really interesting things like here's one recently. He put what I'm reading, Digital Nomad. This is the reality of living the dream Instagram lifestyle. Um, this piece highlights some of the risks of working remotely as well as the incredible importance of community. So, you know, it's so relevant to me to go and have a read of that piece of content. Um, and so that's why I love getting his info. What I also love about his stuff, and I don't do this with my own emails, and, and I will in the future at some point, but what I do really love about his stuff as well is it's stuff that you don't find anywhere else on his site. It isn't just a here's my podcast and here's my blog post, which is what I do, but this is, you know, this is much more sort of personalised. But then he is now a bit of a celebrity in his own right, yeah? So people are kind of interested in what he is reading, yeah? If you're not so well known yet and you send out an email saying, hey, here's what I'm reading, you might get a, well, yeah, like I care. <laughs> so <laughs> just make sure. <laughs> but, you know, you can add it in there, right? As, as, your, as your subscribers join your email list, you can start to add in some little bits and pieces that maybe people won't find anywhere else on the web in your content. And in fact, I've now started doing that with my Monday motivation message. That's not on my blog. It's not on social media. It just goes into my email. So you can start to do that um, as you grow. Yeah. Um, you can also add like mini blogs. Maybe your emails that you send out are like little mini blogs. I get a really great one from a fitness guy actually in Phuket. And he sends out like a little mini blog with all these little hints and tips on how you can make your week healthier for the next week, which is always really good. Um, and another way to add value is exclusive content. I think I've talked about Marie Folio before, but she has her Marie... I can't remember what she calls it now, insiders or something like that. And just once a month, she sends out an email, which is stuff just for her email community. It's not anywhere else online. So, um, yeah, things that are a little bit exclusive, things that people can't find, things that really are just for your subscribers, they're always going to go down well and are going to encourage people to open and consume your information. All right, number four, test and measure. Make sure you test and measure your emails. There are no rights or wrongs when it comes to this. There is only test and measure. In a minute, I'm actually going to take you through eight 
email styles that you can send out. Okay, I'm going to walk you through eight different email styles. So you can basically take any one of these styles, you can mix them up, you can send, you know, a different type out each week and, and just test and measure. See which emails open the most. See which emails people click on the most um, or click through the most. Um, and just try different approaches. You know, that's the way to do it. Maybe you try a weekly newsletter. Maybe you do a link roundup. Maybe you have a personal story. Maybe you link to your content online. Maybe you link to other people's content online. Whatever it is that you think is useful and valuable, try it out and see how it goes. And here's the beauty of email platforms. They all have these kind of A-B testing now. So you can go on and you can test out your headlines. So you can send out slightly different headlines and see which headline gets the most open rates. Um, on some email platforms, you can even send out like two separate emails and see which one gets you the most click-through rates. So there's lots of ways now that you can test and measure. You could send out an email on a Monday and send it out again on a Wednesday for those people that didn't open it yet and see if you can encourage a few more click-throughs. Or you could even change the headline for Wednesday and send it out to the no opens and see if that encourages more opening. Just make sure that you're willing to test and measure and just try different things to see what works with your audience. Step number five, show up. This is so important. I know I said, whatever you do, don't just send out an email for the sake of sending an email and I stand by that. But then you shouldn't really even be building an email list unless you feel that you've got enough content and enough of a message to continue talking to your audience. Does that make sense? Because once you start building your audience, you do need to consistently show up. It's really important. It's important with everything. It's important with your, if you're doing blogging, that you consistently publish blog posts. If you're on YouTube, that you consistently publish videos. That if you're doing a podcast, that you consistently publish a podcast episode. Because when you don't, and I've done it by the way, where I've dropped off and you know I haven't been consistent and I've left things, you lose your audience. Boom. You lose the trust, you lose the respect, you lose your audience. And it takes time to build it back up. So you really want to make sure that you're consistent, whether it comes out every Monday, whether it comes out every Friday, whether it comes out every Wednesday. I don't actually think that is super important anymore, unless it's like mine, where it's called Make It Happen Monday. Wouldn't be any good sending that out on a Thursday. Or Tim Ferriss's Five Bullet Friday. Wouldn't be any good sending that out on a Sunday. Yeah. So <laughs> if you're calling it after a day, it needs to go out on that day. Um but, so, but I'm not entirely convinced that that's important because there's so many emails and stuff coming through now. I don't think people are sitting there waiting thinking, oh, they send me an email every Tuesday. But as long as you send out an email every single week or every single two weeks, yeah, then at least you're being consistent. I just really feel that it's important. You need to be showing up for your business. You need to be showing up for your community. You need to be respecting their time and making sure that you're sending content that is absolutely worth it. Okay. And then number six, before we go on to the eight different email styles that I'm going to share with you, do be sure that when sharing content, and this doesn't just go for emails, it does go for content online as well, that you share your scars, not your wounds. This is a really important one because in these days of vulnerability, 
good on you, Brené Brown, for telling us all to be a bit more vulnerable. But if you actually go and read her book, she does not say, go onto social media and bear all with every single stranger online. That is not what she says. (laughs) When she talks about vulnerability, she is talking about showing up. She is talking about being embracing shame and, and vulnerability. But she does also talk about doing it with trusted people. So if you have wounds that you need to share, if you have stuff going on in your life that you're struggling with, go and share that with people you trust, with people you care about and who you know care about you, with people who aren't going to judge you because you're in a safe environment. To go out into the public um, sphere and kind of empty your current struggles and challenges, you're leaving yourself open for further hurt and heartache. So I heard Amy Porterfield talking about this on a podcast recently and she just put it so well. She said, share your scars, not your wounds. In other words, don't try and work out your personal issues with your customers. They're not your therapists. What you want to do is once you've figured something out, go and share what went wrong and how you put it right with your audience. That's the key. And once again, I am so out there with you. When I started YourLifestyleBusiness.com after two or three years away from being online, I started writing blog posts about how I was starting again and, you know, how it was a challenge and how I was feeling a bit old and, you know, I wasn't down with the kids on Instagram and all that kind of stuff. Um, And I got no engagement whatsoever. I mean, quite frankly, I was feeling a bit sorry for myself and I was doubting myself and I was thinking, you know, God, I can't do this. Since I stopped doing that (laughs) and actually said, hey, you know what? Here's a great story. Here's where I was feeling a bit doubtful and I wasn't sure and blah, blah, blah. And here's how I solved it by getting out there and taking action anyway and facing up to my fears and stuff. Got me a lot more engagement. People are a lot more in tune with that now because I'm saying, hey, here was my challenge and here's how I solved it not, hey, here's my challenge. Can you help? Can you be my therapist? All right. So make sure that when you're going out there and you're sending out emails, you're focusing on your customer, not on yourself. What is it that your customer needs to hear? What is it that your customer wants to know? all comes back down to that how how can you add value so if you've had any solutions in your life had any problems in your life you can guarantee your audience have had similar problems so share the solutions don't be afraid to admit to some of the weaknesses and things that have happened in your life but then instantly share how you resolved it how you solved it or how you're solving it and how you're now moving forward all right So that's a huge subject. I could probably talk about that a lot more in depth, but I want to run through the eight email styles you can send out. Okay. Okay. So step, uh, step, email style, number one, your relationship builders. So these are emails where you're going to go out and you're going to talk about, hey, come and connect with me. Here I am on social media. Come and connect with me on social media. Are you struggling with something? Send me an email back and tell me what you're struggling with so I can, you know, come back and help you out. Ask me anything. Here's my story. Um, Here's my struggles and successes. Uh, Here's a, you know, a survey to find out what you need more about. These are all relationship builders. So anything to do with relate, tell me about you. Tell me your story. Come and find me here on Facebook. I've I've done a specific post all about our stories. Come and share your story with me. I want to know where you are in the journey. Or maybe you're telling them your story, how you got where you've got today. Whatever it is, but it's it's the whole email is based on building a relationship with your audience. All right. 
Email style number two, showcase your expertise. So this is where you're going to be sending out your links to your latest blog posts, link to your latest video training, link to your latest podcast, whether you've done any guest posts, whether you've been interviewed recently, whether you have any tips or strategies that can help somebody with whatever it is they're facing, whether you're helping them with their business or their weight loss or their relationships or their beauty tips or whatever. This is anything to do with you showcasing your expertise and helping people out. And that can come in the way of linking out to external content that you've created elsewhere on the web or even just an email full of tips and strategies. All right. Email style number three, you might send out a free gift or a value added offer. So this is where maybe you've created another list builder, but you're going to send it out to your current list as a freebie because they don't need to re-sign up for it. Maybe you're doing a free webinar or a free workshop. Perhaps you're doing a uh, Facebook Live that you're, that you're going to be doing some training. Maybe you've got some worksheets that you created or, or a calendar that you just created for yourself that you've printed and other people can now download and print. Um, maybe you've got a little mini video series that created or you're starting a Facebook group. Anything that is like a free gift or adds even more value to your community, that's what this email is about. You're sending that one out. All right. Email style number four, a link roundup. This is how you showcase your own and or other people's content in your emails. This is a great email for adding value to your subscribers while also building relationships with peers in your industry. So you can send this out once a week, once a month, once a quarter, whatever you want to do, once a year. A nice big link roundup of some of your favorite blog posts, some of your favorite Instagram, some of your favorite Pinterest um, links, some of your favorite Facebook. However you want to do it, it's entirely up to you. And what you can do is you can then email the people that you link to and say, hey, I just sent your link out to my email because I love it. Have an amazing year. Just starts to build a relationship. Do you know what I mean? You can just go, I really love your content and I've just sent it out to my email list. Just wanted to let you know. You're not asking for anything. You're just beginning to network and build relationships with peers in your industry while also sending out the best of the best content that's made a difference to you in your business to your audience. Email number five, purely for fun. This is the fun email. Maybe you're sending out a giveaway. Maybe you're doing a bit of a giveaway or a contest that you're running. Um, maybe you wanted to just send out a personal photo um, or a funny life or business story. Maybe you saw a really funny meme or quote online that you just decided to brighten somebody's day and send that out with something funny. Literally anything that's purely for fun. An email that is just for fun and nothing else. You're not trying to get anybody to link anywhere or consume any great content or anything like that. You're literally just having some fun. Um, email style number six. This is the review email. So this is where you may go to your audience and ask them if they'd come and review you. Maybe you sell physical products and you're going to ask them to come to your website and review those products. Maybe you sell a video course and you want them to come to your Facebook page and leave a review on your video course. Maybe you have a specific review platform for your courses or your books. Maybe you're asking them to leave a review on Amazon because you've recently published a book or something. Wherever it is that you feel that it was going to happen, help your business for somebody to come and give you a review that's essentially what you're asking them to do in your review email you could also flip this 
and say, well, actually, I'm going to be the one doing a review. Maybe you're doing a review. Maybe the review email is a kind of a review stroke affiliate email. We're going to be talking about affiliate in email style number seven. And you're doing a review and you're sending out a specific review about a product that you think is awesome and um, you're linking them through to a resource about that product. All right. Whichever way you want to do it. But email style number six is the review email. Email style number seven, I'm calling this the direct sales email, although I urge you never to actually kind of directly sell in your email. So we've got the no sale affiliate sale email, <laughs> the no sale affiliate sale. Like I just said about the review email, this is where you're talking about somebody else's product. Um, and nine times out of 10 now, really quality products, they will have like launch videos or they will have PDFs or they will have blog posts or whatever. So you can actually now link through to free information rather than directly to a sales page. Most really good affiliate programs will now have that option so that you're not just link linking directly to a sales page. You might have the special time limited offer email. So again, you might be launching a product or somebody you know might be launching a product. And so you might be sending an email to say, hey, this is only available for the next two weeks um, or for the next week or for the next six days or four days or three days. Here's how you go and get it. I urge you not to do what I used to do in the day. Times have changed. People aren't as tolerant anymore and bombard people with 50 emails over like a week because it's running out. You just, you know, you send an email and say, hey, so-and-so is launching this amazing course. I've taken it. This is how it changed my life. This is what happened. And they are selling it through until Friday. I just want to let you know. And then maybe a couple of days later, you send out an email saying, hey, just wanted to remind you that this runs out on Friday. Um, these, This is why I recommend it. It was really, really amazing for me. Blah, blah, blah. I really just don't want you to miss out. And um, just wanted to let you know. And then on the Friday, you might then send out a third and final email where you just say, look, it ends today. This is the last email you're going to get from me on it. But I just want you to know that this is happening if you're interested. If not, don't worry. It's business as usual as ne next week. Keep it light. Keep it simple. Keep it conversational. Don't go in with aggressive sales in your emails. It just won't be tolerated anymore. Um Maybe you've got a sales webinar that you're happening. Maybe there's a weekend offer, um, whatever. But email number seven is the sales email. Uh, maybe you're launching a brand new physical product, whatever it is. But I would just urge, keep it light, keep it conversational. Don't be too aggressive. Don't do that. Oh God, honestly, I can't stand it. That I got one the other day, actually. And it's that the headline is something along the lines of, why haven't you opened my email or I'm disappointed or surprised that you haven't and then you go into it and they literally say I'm so surprised you haven't even clicked on my and you're like what you know I've got a life here pal <laughs> and instant unsubscribe it's like don't talk to me like I'm an idiot if I wanted a link on your product and go and have a look I'll link on your product and go and have a look but don't talk to me like I'm an idiot so don't do that OK, you're, you're, the people on the end of your email list are people and they're not idiots. So talk to them like they're intelligent human beings and you're going to get a much better response. 
And then email style number eight is the combo. It's basically combining any or all of the above. So maybe you're going in, you're building a relationship while so showcasing your expertise. So you're kind of telling a story about something while, I tend to do that one with my Mondays. Every single Make It Happen Monday, um, I kind of go in with a, hey, how are you? Um, you know, this week I'm doing this or we're traveling there or we're doing that. And here's this week's podcast or here's the blog post. I Oh, and by the way, here's some motivation as well. So I'm kind of going in there with building my relationship, with showcasing my expertise, with also adding some value or a bit of fun with my Monday motivation or whatever. So you can combo these. Maybe you've got a free gift and a value added offer with some fun. Maybe you're adding a free gift and purely for fun. Um, maybe you're doing a review of something while doing some direct sales. So there's a combo, all right, that you can, you can basically mix and match those different eight styles. I think the most important thing when it comes to nurturing your email list and talking to um, the people that have signed up for your free gift and have therefore shown interest in your industry and your business is to just make it fun. Just try and have some fun with it. And remember that everybody on your email list is a person just like you and me. And how would you talk to somebody if they were stood in front of you? I think that is the best way to think about writing your emails. Just imagine that you're sat down with three or four of your customers or potential customers having a coffee, chatting with them about your products, your services, your content, your life, your whatever, and think about the tone you would use and how you would speak to them and how you would engage with them and encourage them to engage with you. And if you think like that and ask yourself at all times, <laughs> I'm going to become known for this. Years ago, I was known for pick one niche. Now I'm going to become known for how can I be insanely useful? I should write a book with that title. How can I be insanely useful? That is the question you need to be asking yourself all the time. All right, I hope that today has been super useful and that you've got a lot out of it. Don't forget, there is also episode 72 and 73. It's a three-part series all on how to grow and build your email list. Um, and I will put all the links to my big post underneath the show, in the show notes and any other information I think is relevant for you. Have an amazing week, whatever you're doing, and I will speak to you again next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. To join in the conversation, please head over to yourlifestylebusiness.com where you can find links to podcasts, show notes, and sign up to download my free ebook, How to Build a Business You Can Run, from anywhere in the world. Also, make sure you come and join our Facebook community. Just search for Your Lifestyle Business on Facebook and you'll soon be sharing ideas with like-minded entrepreneurs all on the same journey. Lastly, if you have a moment, please subscribe and quickly rate this podcast on iTunes. It takes a tenth of a second to hit the little stars and your rating will ensure it gets out to more people and impacts as many as possible with the message, make it happen. Thank you so much. See you next time.